Greetings, my name is Dave. And I'm Stacy. Welcome to the Plants Changed My Life podcast. We are a husband and wife team living in Houston, arguably the barbecue capital of Texas, who share a passion for good food and holistic wellness. We are on a mission to inspire people to live their best lives through healthy food choices, one meal at a time. Every individual making these choices today will help create a legacy of good health and wellness for the next generation. In this podcast, you'll hear stories from people who have experienced awesome changes with the plant-based lifestyle. We'll also feature other amazing individuals whose voices help with our mission. Today, we're talking to a man who is truly defying stereotypes about veganism. Jamar Hotep is a dedicated athlete who went vegan in pursuit of optimum health, despite thinking he may lose some muscle. But instead of losing muscle, he actually gained that and so much more. Powered by plants, his fitness soared to a new level. Grab your tea and take a seat. Here's his story. I'm here with Jamar Hotep, a finance professional, martial artist, and all-around fitness enthusiast who's passionate about wellness and inspiring people to pursue their goals with grit, consistency, and persistence. We're so glad to have him here to talk about how a plant-based diet has changed his life. Thank you for joining us, Jamar. Thank you for having me, Stacey. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, let's start by learning a little bit about you, where you're from, and where you're located now. Sure. So where am I from? I grew up on the East Coast. I'm from, uh, I grew up in Washington, D.C. Um, I went to college in North Carolina. And then uh, afterwards, I moved up to New York, which is where I started working in finance. And I um, actually started, I initially moved to New York for modeling, uh, which is a mm -hmm. long story. But um, <laughs> I did some modeling for a little while, as most, you know, early 20-year-olds and teenagers and whatnot try to dabble in. But uh -huh. um that's where I met my wife. My wife is from Queens, uh, New York. And uh, so we met there um, and got married. I'd lived in New York for about 10 years. And uh, my wife is an actress. And so she did a lot of work on Broadway and she did a lot of commercial work. But uh, for her career and to take it to the next level, we decided to move to Los Angeles, uh, which is where we've been for the past four years. And uh, so I still work in the financial uh, space. So I went from Wall Street to uh, working out here and uh, it's an insurance company, but um, big change of life. But uh, I love Los Angeles. I've been here for four years and I'll probably stay here forever. <laughs> yes, I've heard a lot of great things about L.A. It's always seems like a destination for a lot of people. Yeah, except right now with the forest fires and the earthquakes. <laughs> but outside of that, it's great. So, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We can't forget about that. It's like all these trade-offs, trade-offs wherever you go. Um, so what's, what's, what's your favorite place to eat in the LA area? You know, we always hear about LA is like a Mecca for vegan food. Is mm -hmm. that, has that been your experience? It's very true. Yeah. Um, I love, so when in New York, I used to eat out, um, you kind of pick a country, you know, okay, I want Thai, I want Indian, I want Russian food. And I do the same thing here with being with, with veganism. So there's a place, um, Gokuku. They are a ramen restaurant. So they do go, uh, vegan ramen. 
Uh, they also do vegan sushi. Uh, one of my favorite places is a vegan sushi restaurant um, called Shojin, and it's like fine dining. Um, it's a master chef. He creates these um, really creative sushi items. So mm-hmm. instead of you know just a cucumber roll, he puts together you know a really immaculate like shrimp tempura roll. But it's it's instead of it being like tofu or or something processed, he actually hand makes it. So it's eggplant or something like that. Um, so it's all about what what I want. If I want soul food, there's a uh, a soul food restaurant called Stuff I Eat, and uh, it's it's all vegan. So you know collard greens and you know um, like they do like vegan turkey stuff. So it's really uh, across the board. But um, I would say go cuckoo, which is the ramen, um, shojin, and uh, probably stuff I eat. I would say are my top three. Wow, everything sounds delicious there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the sushi thing is really, really creative because, you know, as you know, probably when you go to any other regular mm-hmm. places, like you do get the cucumber roll or the, yeah. with the carrots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me especially, I find it, you know, I, I used to eat a lot of sushi before I went vegan. That was my favorite um, meal. I worked in a sushi restaurant in college, so I got, you know, I got hooked on it back then. So, you know, to be able to find something vegan that, you know, that I like, okay, I still get my wasabi and ginger and... It, it takes, you know, it's a feeling of, you know, it takes me back. So, um, mm-hmm. and then not just, you know, being limited to two options. So, right, which is what I right, love right. about it. Yeah, that is awesome. So let's go back to the beginning. When did you decide to embrace a plant-based lifestyle and what inspired you to make the switch? Great question. So I, the process started, it happened over time, but the switch was overnight. Um, I started to get more into history and, and more about my history and African history. And I started reading a lot more and researching a lot more people, which is where I came across people like Dr. Sebi, um, who you've probably heard of, and, and, and Dick Gregory. And I started listening to a lot more of what they were talking about and just understanding what I'm eating. And, and the more research I did, it went in stages. I realized that, you know, I ate, a, I drank a lot of milk growing up as a kid. You know, I ate cereal all the time. So I had, you know, a lot of milk and, um, you know, I started to, I learned that, you know, dairy milk is mostly like chemicals and pus and it was really gross. So mm-hmm. I stopped drinking dairy milk and then, um, I cut out fast food because, you know, I saw like McDonald's, I saw the, um, the burg, you know, the food wasn't, uh, you know, the, the time-lapse videos of them, you know, over 10 years, they weren't decomposing. And it's like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's gross. So yeah. I cut out McDonald's and fast food. And then when I started to understand like, just about pigs and, and just what they eat and their body composition. I realized, okay, I probably shouldn't be putting that in my body. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. a lot of it went in stages and I, I started to cut out pork, but uh, the big difference was um, when I was still living in New York, there's a, um, I hope they're still there, but it's a, a black owned like health store. I forgot the name. Actually, I think the name is Namaskar, but there's a woman named Muntu that I met and uh, her and her husband were in their 80s, and they'd been vegan for, like, I don't know, 40 years. But I know they're in their 80s because they said it. <laughs> if you saw them, you would think they were, like, 40, 50, something like that. They had so much energy. They had so much vibrance. They were, you know, moving. They, they, they talked about it. They still dance. And I'm like, wow. You know, and I was, like, I think I was, like, 29 or 30. 
and my knees were hurting and I was out of shape and I'm like, you know, <laughs> what the hell, you know, this is, this is insane. And, um, just talking to them, I started to, you know, really start to think about it. Like, okay, you know, veganism, like what, you know, what, you know, let me do this. And, and, and for me, you know, a lot of my family, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, I was seeing a lot of these, um, things happening. So my wife and I, when we decided to move to LA, I knew that once I got to LA, I wanted to go vegan. And so we moved here and a week later I went cold Turkey, hundred percent vegan. Um, so, you know, we were at a dinner party one day and I was eating chicken and, 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 you know, fish and the next day, hundred percent vegan. And now four years later, still vegan. So, mm-hmm. um, getting the information and really understanding and researching is what made the difference for me and just what I'm putting into my body. Um, understanding, okay, if I'm eating energy and life, I'll get more of that. If I'm eating, you know, pain and death and, you know, just the way that, you know, animals are being killed and, and just what they're going through, I'm going to get more of that myself. So that mm-hmm. was the, uh, the defining factor, which is why for me personally, I don't waver. Um, I don't miss meat and, and, and non-vegan things because I understand why I did it. So there's not a single day, you know, the first week was tough, but mm-hmm. after that, I mean, it, it, you know, I don't crave, oh man, I wish I had a burger because I could also get a vegan burger. So right. it's, uh, that, that's, that was with that. Yeah. So can you walk us through like what your actual transition was like, um, from that day when you were like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. The next day, like people are used to doing things a certain mm-hmm. way. Like, yeah. you know, for breakfast, you may have had certain things for lunch, certain mm-hmm. things for dinner. So what does that look like as you're making that change? Like, what do you do? Sure. So in the beginning, so that very first day, I went to, my wife and I actually went to a vegan restaurant. Uh, we went to, um, what's it called? Uh, now I can't remember the name. Oh, Sun Cafe. And uh, we went there and my wife was, you know, I went vegan. We actually went vegan on the very same day, but Mm -hmm. she went vegan mentally maybe about a month later uh, because she didn't accept it yet. She was like, what are you doing to me? You know, like I was forcing her. (laughs) Um, So we went to this place just so I could show her that it wasn't just, you know, eating carrot sticks. (laughs) So I think, you know, we had like a vegan burger or something and, you know, got to just taste a variety. So that was the big thing of just being able to see that, okay, you can still be normal. You can still eat foods that have flavor to them. And this restaurant did it, did it well. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, if we went to a raw vegan place, maybe we wouldn't have the same uh, opinion, Mm -hmm. but thankfully we, we, we kind of eased our way in. So in the beginning, when, as, as I transitioned, you know, I first made the decision that I wasn't going to do it. So, you know, I actually threw all of the meat products and whatnot that we had out, um, so my wife was looking at me like I'm crazy, like, you know, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm throwing away the chicken, I'm throwing away the fish and, you know, mm-hmm. um, but just really, okay, decided let's switch over. So we initially started doing, because we cut out dairy milk a while ago, we were using, um, rice milk at the time. Uh, now we do mostly coconut milk, um, because of the carbs that are in rice milk, but, um, just switching over all of the things. So, and, you know. The first couple of days, it's like, okay, I'm used to eating some chicken or, you know, what should I get? So in the beginning, we did a lot of processed food, um, you know, uh, that the uh, vegan chicken fingers and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. We don't eat that way much anymore, but it was needed in the beginning just to feel normal. 
Um, I had some friends who had been vegan for a while before, and I was able to talk to them because one of the biggest differences I noticed was before going vegan, I could have maybe three meals in a day and I'm fine. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had to learn how to balance my food of adding proteins, making sure I'm getting, you know, either some tofu or beans or something in it because I would eat and I'd eat like a big salad. And then I'm starving like an hour later. So <laughs> learning how to balance it out. Okay, having almonds or sunflower seeds or something. Um, and then keeping snacks around. And uh, like I said, so the first week was the toughest because it's really just learning to do everything all over again. So, you know, instead of grabbing, um, you know, some chicken wings or, you know, a, a burger or whatever, just learning, okay, you know, now I'm going to eat this or I'm going to eat that. And, and once I got it, the the habit you know the the like i said the the very f hardest part was that first week um i really feel like i had withdrawals of <laughs> of of you know just craving of you know certain things that i needed but from that point on it was it was easy so uh my best thing that worked for me was just finding a vegan alternative and be it sauce so my wife is caribbean so you know jerk seasoning or curry powder, you can put that on tofu or cauliflower or whatever, and it tastes the same. And mm -hmm. you get that same reaction of, wow, this is this is great. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That that it does help when you are able to think about things like substitutes for things that you usually go to mm -hmm. and like have those things lined up. How has your experience as a vegan been different from what you initially expected or what you imagined it would be? That's a good question. Um, you know, when I went vegan, it's funny because my page, and as you said, you know, with, with fitness and um, kind of around, all around um, adventure seeker, we'll call it, um, I, I didn't know really any vegans or active vegans. I, I seen, I've, I've seen some people on Instagram and then the older couple that I saw, but I, because of my decision to do it, I kind of decided, okay, you know, if I lose my muscles, um, <laughs> that's okay. You know, I wanted to, you know, because I wanted to do it for my health. Um, mm -hmm. What I didn't know was I could actually put on muscle. And I didn't know that I would actually get um, better results. So my experience, a lot of people expect a vegan to be some skinny guy or, you know, boring, um, a lot of people are very surprised because I've actually put on 30 pounds of muscle since going vegan. Mm. Um, I had, because of running track as a teenager and into college, my knees were, were, were shot. They were messed up. Um, after going vegan, my knee pain went away. Um, so I'm able to lift heavier than I did, honestly, ever. Um, I still run. I run track. So a lot of people are very surprised with how athletic I am. Um, I'm 35. I'll be 36 in a few months. And... You know, I, I, I hang out, you know, I run workout with, you know, early 20 year olds and they're, they're very surprised. So I think the initial shock is like, whoa, this guy has muscles. Like, you know, am I cheating? Mm -hmm. What am I doing? How, how is that possible? Um, also, being black, a lot of people don't expect, you know, it's, it's, it's especially in L.A., it's different it, where, um, you know, black vegan it's it's kind of rare, but I mean, there's a big community, but a lot of people, it's it's new to them. So, or even, you know, I'm supposed to look a certain way or, or you know, there's certain expectation of, you know, with veganism. So I like to, 
I'm I'm a bit different. I kind of break the mold of yeah, you can still have fun. I still you know party. I still you know I work out. Um, you know, be at martial arts. You know, but being myself and that for some initially it's like it's it's kind of a a shock. But I like to put a different face to it and be that inspiration like Muntu and and you know Dick Gregory and the people like that were for me, but for mm-hmm. other people. So um, mm-hmm. and through that. I've actually, a lot of people have gone vegan because of, you know, because of me, but also because I don't, I'm not, I don't force anybody. I don't judge anybody. I don't, hey man, you know, do it, you know, hey, even if you're, some people who just want to go vegan for a day, sure, if you cut out meat on Mondays, you're, you're doing better overall than, you know, eating it every day. So um, with that, uh, with that mindset, quite a few people have reached out and, 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 you know, they've been doing it now for years. Yes. Yes. I like that. I like that because a lot of people assume that if you're going like in order to do plant based, Mm -hmm. uh, plant based lifestyle is something that you have to do immediately or Mm -hmm. over long term. But it's it's important that people like experiment with things like take baby steps. Yeah. And see how they feel. Yeah. Very true. So you recently gained a green belt in the martial art Kimpo. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Can you talk about what your weekly fitness routine accomplished? Accomplish? Sure. You do a lot. <laughs> I do. I do. I work out. Um, it's I, I have to I have to force myself to not work out. So on one day a week, I don't go do something. But I work out about 11 to 12 times a week. Um, so that's uh, I take American Kimpo. And yes, I, I was recently moved up to green belt. Um, next is brown. And after that, it's black belt. But um, I take classes about four to five times a week. Uh, so each class is about an hour. Um, I also go to the gym, uh, usually in the mornings before work, uh, normally about six times a week. So six days a week, I'm in the gym. And then I run, there's a big canyon out here called Runyon Canyon. And it's like a, it's a mountain. Um, so I run Runyon Canyon. And um I do about eight miles there. So it's four miles uphill, four miles downhill. Um, depending on what I'm training for, if I'm doing a Spartan race, so I've actually um, competed. I've, I've earned my trifecta in, in the Spartan races. I've done um, the elite division. So I'm racing against like kind of the top people. Um, so when I'm doing that, I usually train in a weight vest. So sometimes I'll run those in, in like a 40 pound weight vest. Um, but it's it's the funny thing about it is I wasn't like this all the time. Um, uh-huh. and my own personal testament was the amount of energy I, I started to have after switching to a plant-based lifestyle. Um, I, you know, from my knees getting better, I went vegan at, uh, 31. So, mm-hmm. you know, at 31, I'm already kind of throwing in the cards of, okay, well, you know, my, my <laughs> best times are behind me because that's for a lot of people. That's the reality. And when I would work mm-hmm. out, I'm like, wow, I'm still... I still have energy. Well, let me let me try something else. So I started going to the gym instead of three times a week. I started doing five times a week. Then I was doing it six times a week. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm still going. Let me let me let me add on some running. And then let me add on. You know, I went. I started martial arts again because I wanted to uh, finish it and get my black belt. Um, I started doing martial arts as a child, but I've always I always in the past stopped before getting to that goal. Um, so I was like, okay, well let me add that on. And then, you know, it, it just kept, my tank was always so full that I just kept adding on new activities because 
really because of the energy. I, I, you know, my recovery times, I can work out extremely hard. And the next day I wake up, I'm back. I'm back to 100%, which I had never had before. And I, I don't like to make outrageous claims, but that's just right. me for what happened yeah. with my transition. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's been been crazy man i looked it up and i mean a lot of it's due to you know because i eat energy food and i you know i don't do much processed stuff like i said i don't drink soda um not because i'm you know trying to be hyper healthy it's just i those things i just don't like i just don't like Mm -hmm. sugar stuff i don't um i don't do like i said so no processed sugars no real processed foods and just from that and just eating energy and, and health it's 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 made my workouts pretty crazy. Um, you know, just speaking of that, you know, when I work out in the gym, I used to talk about being a vegan all the time. And then, um, now, you know, when people ask or they get my Instagram, they'll see it, but I'm stronger than a lot of people that I work out with and they're not vegan. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, they're like, Oh, you need, you need cow, you need meat to, to lift. But then I, I, I bench mm-hmm. press more than them, you know, and they're, they're looking mm-hmm. at me like, dude, you know, how? So, <laughs> I'm that example for them. So they can't say, oh, yeah, vegans are skinny or vegans a week because they've worked out with me and they know, okay, you know, (laughs) okay, maybe they're not. Yes, I love that. I love it because so many people, they don't consider taking up like a vegan lifestyle Mm -hmm. because they it's like that stereotype. Like you're going to be weak. You can't gain muscle. You're not going to get protein. Yeah. So. Can you can you break it down for anybody that's listening that's kind of like, okay, so what am I actually supposed to eat? Like, what are you eating? Uh, like, what are your go-to meals and snacks like on a daily basis? Sure. Like um, to fuel your these in workouts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I'm 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 actually, it's funny because I I watch what I eat, but then I'm also kind of very lazy, so I don't I'm not counting my macros or anything. But uh, I mm-hmm. eat the way I ate before, just a vegan alternative. So every day, you know, I still eat. Um, you know, cereal and oatmeal, um, you know, with cereal, a lot of times I go to like Trader Joe's and it, one, it is a little boring because there's not a lot of vegan cereals. Uh, a lot of cereals have honey in them or it's gelatin, which you might not even realize if it's some kind of frosting, there's usually gelatin. So my cereals are a little boring, but you know, I still have, you know, bowl of cereal every morning with, uh, with coconut milk, um, you know, lunchtime, I, I, you know, Chipotle has vegan options. So like the, uh, uh, the sofritas is vegan. And then they have, you can get like the avocados and, and I'm sorry, the guacamole and the peppers and stuff. So still going to some of the same places. So breakfast and lunch mm-hmm. are usually set with that. Um, after the gym, I mean, there's a lot of vegan protein brands. So, I mean, there's Vega, there's Vegan Smart, um, there's Evolve. So after a workout, I can drink a protein shake and, you know, like a post-workout protein shake, which you need to, to resup, you know, for supplementation with your muscles. And, you know, you fit in with everyone else. And, and most gyms now are carrying some of those lines. So either I use the powder or I grab one of the shakes right off the shelf. Um, you know, it's like a, a pre-workout. A lot of times I'll grab like a, like a trail mix. So raisins and almonds and sunflower seeds something like that just to give me a a, a boost um a lot of cliff bars most of cliff their brand is vegan for most of their flavors so i'll mm-hmm. grab one of those right before a workout so generally just keeping you know a lot of i do a lot of snacks so bananas um, i'm looking around my kitchen right now <laughs> so i grab some bananas <laughs> or i grab um 
you know, I'm always drinking, you know, like maybe like uh, there's a company, Soylent. They make protein shakes. So I don't do too much soy, but, um, you know, it hasn't adversely affected me. But, uh, you know, grab mm-hmm. some of theirs. They're like a meal replacement drink. Um, dinner time is kind of whatever. I'll get, you know, whatever my wife and I are, are thinking. So we might go to a restaurant or we might order, you know, like vegan pizza, something like that. So the biggest thing mm-hmm. is, I mean, there's so many apps. There's so many helpful tools. And I, and I honestly say, you know, being a vegan today is a lot easier than, you know, something of our like our parents or our grandparents. Like my mom's a vegetarian. And she's been my entire life. And, you know, wow. back way back in the day, <laughs> they didn't have anything. They had, you know, you ate beans and, and rice and that's it. So, right. you know, today yeah. we have so many more options. And I use the app um, Happy Cow. So when I travel, when I when I, would, I used to travel a lot for work. So if I'm in, let's say, Dallas or I'm in, I'm in Atlanta, I can look up some of the vegan restaurants. So um, or vegan, you know, stand or food food market or something like that. So. Um, that's generally what I'm doing. So lots of, you know, I'm getting my protein from a lot of different plant-based options there. There, I mean, there's maybe 10, 10 good companies now that you can look into. Um, vegan smart. I was using for a while. Actually was, a um, I did some endorsements with them for a little bit, but, um, you know, each one can, can definitely help benefit you. And like I said, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I put on muscle. <laughs> so, you know, balancing it out, doing it right, putting on muscle, um, it's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned your mom has mm-hmm. always been a vegetarian. That's awesome. So like in general, what was your family's, your family and friends response when you actually made that switch? Which I'm sure your mom was excited, huh? <laughs> she was, but she didn't believe me. So <laughs> because, uh, you know, my I had a going away party in New York and my whole family was there, and my wife's family was there. And at the barbecue, I'm eating, um, you know, hamburgers, and I'm eating <laughs> barbecue chicken. And so she's looking at me because I told, you know, I told people, hey, I'm going to go vegan. And she's looking at me as I down this, you know, double stacked cheeseburger. You know, like, are you sure? <laughs> like, you, you know, you're really going to go vegan? Sure. Let's see how that goes. Um, so a lot of people didn't believe me initially. Um, the people that I met, you know, at the house party right before I went vegan, they, they kind of were like, okay, you know, sure. Um, and in the beginning, you know, I didn't scream it from the mountaintops that I'm a vegan now, (laughs) you know, I kind of kept it quiet to myself and, um, you know, it, it, it's, I mean, most people, when I, when I talked to them, I was like, oh, you know, the first year was tough for other people because they felt like it was some kind of fad. Oh, I've been, you know, I've been vegan for, you know, four months. Oh, okay. That's cute. Well, let me know when, when you come back, <laughs> you know, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're giving it a little try. But once you pass the one year mark, oh, okay. It was your thing. You could definitely do it. It's, you know, it, you, you were, you were made to do it. Um, but, you know, I didn't start, you know, it's funny just, just saying, you know, I didn't scream it from the mountaintops. I, uh, I didn't start really talking about it or, or promoting it. I changed my handle to vegan hotep. After I met, uh, you might have heard of him. Um, his name is David Carter, 300-pound vegan. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him, and he was like, I was a vegan for maybe four or five months when I met him. And we were going to work together on some projects. And um, you know, he's like, man, no, you know, people need to hear your story. You know, like, and I'm like, dude, I'm only, I'm only, I'm a little guy in this. I'm only a couple months in. He's like, no, no, you know, it's inspiring. 
and and I started to think about it more like at that point, like, oh, well, okay, well, maybe I can offer something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just doing it for me. And, you know, but after that conversation, I was like, oh, okay, like, there's some potential here. Let me start telling people. Let me start showing that, you know, that this is what I do. Mm-hmm. From that point on, I mean, I, you know, I, I, like I said, on my page, you'll see, I don't, it's not necessarily about, you have to be plant-based, but you you can see that I am and I'm doing all of this stuff. Right. Okay, well, <laughs> clearly let me give that a try then. It's obviously working for him. Maybe I can get the same results. Yes, yes. So you mentioned like being social and uh, attending events and traveling. How do you navigate these social events and functions as a vegan? Is it hard? It's I mean, for me, you know, the funniest thing is, and, and like I said before, it's not hard for me, but it's definitely, it's harder for others. Because mm-hmm. when I go to an event, if I go to an event for work, or if I'm at a, a party, I don't tell people I'm vegan. Mm-hmm. Everyone else tells people that I'm vegan. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, oh, he's a vegan, he's a vegan guy, he's a vegan guy. So like, okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, you know, I can, I can have a glass of wine or eat the hummus you know, mm-hmm. I try to make it, um, depending on what type of event I'm at, if I'm at a work event, I try to make it as seamless as possible. Right. So if I'm picking a restaurant, I'll pick a restaurant. And as long as they have something that I can eat, you know, I'm okay. And even if they don't, every restaurant has French fries. Right. So right, right. I'll eat the French fries. And after that, I'll go out and get something for myself. But um, navigating the events, I mean, I, I'm... You know, I can, I, I mix in well, I blend in well. And today, I mean, except for, I, I did have to say, I went to a, I had a business meeting in Nashville, Tennessee, a few years ago. And uh, we went to, the host took us to, it was like a, like a grandma's kitchen, super down south home cooking type of place. No menus. Everyone just sits at the table and they just put food out. And mm-hmm. that was... I mean, nothing was vegan. Everything had, I mean, the salad had meat in it. And it's wow. Like, gosh. <laughs> so I just drank the water and, and just, you know, everyone's, oh, how come you're not eating? Oh, more for me. And I'm like, oh, you know, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but Nashville in general has some great places, but this place was, was definitely tough. So outside of that, um, it's generally, I'm generally, you know, cool with it and I can blend in. Um, I, I used to go to more of like vegan fairs and, and things like that but uh, for me personally sometimes um and this might get cut <laughs> sometimes the food is is all the same to me mm-hmm. um it's this you know vegan fried chicken which to me is great um in the beginning but for me i i, I like a little bit more variety mm-hmm. so why do you think a lot of people fail at pursuing a plant-based lifestyle i think a lot of it has to do with why you start um so when people ask me for my recommendations, I, I, I usually let them know, you know, you have to come up with a reason for you. Mm-hmm. And if you come up with a reason for you, it will work. Um, if you come up with a reason for someone else or it's it's cool to do or it's a fad, it's probably not going to stay because at some point you're going to be hungry and you're going to be in a situation where there's nothing out there. And it's like, OK, do I skip a meal? Or do I just eat some French fries or do I give in and, and, and grab the burger? Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, when I research and I did a lot of research, I mean, my time frame from learning about veganism to really, you know, and then making the decision to do it was a few months. 
And that was just reading articles and the pros and the cons and the, um, you know, just different perspectives. And, you know, the hardest part, and I had this conversation, I think it's the memories. It's the memories and the emotions. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, for me growing up in D.C., you're very close to Maryland. And Maryland is famous for their crab. So they have the blue crab Mm -hmm. there. So you get the Old Bay seasoning. And I used to eat a lot of seafood. I loved it. And I realized Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily the crab that I miss. It's the memories. It's the growing Mm -hmm. up and the the, that that sense memory of, oh, yeah, you know, my dad and we we open him up Mm -hmm. and it's okay. Well, you know, getting past that, you know, Thanksgiving, it's not I don't miss the turkey, but a lot of times the turkey associated with, okay, grandma and your family and everyone's together. And so it's being able to um, realize where it's coming from. Because I don't miss the food, but I might miss the memory. And right. so being able to attach something different to it of, okay, I can still eat, you know, um, whatever, the, the, the to- you know, tofu sandwich or whatever it is that I'm going to have, but I'm still with my family and attaching those new memories to it. Because for me personally, when I think about the antibiotics right. and the stuff that they put to it and how they kill it and how it's, how it's tortured. And that takes away any, you know, Oh man, I wish right. I could have that. It takes away any bit of, you know, yes. wish for that stuff. Yes. 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 It does. It does. I, I used to be a, uh, in college, I was like a junk food queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to be, I'll eat a whole bag of Oreos in one sitting, <laughs> but <laughs> I like mean, me. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, but when you really, like, as you said, when you think about what you're actually eating, it kind of takes away those cravings. Yeah. Like if you just read the ingredients and in certain things, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it just kind of go, oh, I don't think I want to eat that. It just takes the desire yeah. away. So I like that you yeah. mentioned that part of it when you actually think about what you're eating it some of that desire is just killed you know yeah 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 and I I try not to sorry I try not to um I learned a lesson a long time ago I don't unless someone really wants to know I don't explain to non-vegans about food and why I don't eat it Mm -hmm. because it doesn't end well right it just ends with them being super Mm -hmm. grossed out or mad at me Mm -hmm. it's like well you asked right so, you know, yeah, that's what they do to it. And that's what it eats. Yes. I wouldn't eat that. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. So how do you stay motivated? And what's like your no-fail go-to resource when you need inspiration? Because you just seem like you just keep going and going. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Uh, how do I stay mo- I, I always put a new goal. I, you know, I, my, my page and my life, you know, it's like life without limits. Um, and there's always something new to do. And I'm always trying to push myself because for a lot of people, we, we set our bar too low. Um, we set our expectations too low for what's possible. And, you know, people, I listen to a lot of motivational tracks. Uh, so when I'm working out or when I'm, you know, just, you know, driving or something. So people like David Goggins, uh, Les Brown, C.T. Fletcher. I mean, I'm constantly listening to these guys because there's always somebody in bigger and badder out there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm very strong. I'm, I've got muscles, but depending, you know, compared to who I go to right. some gyms and I'm the smallest guy in there. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you know, there's always someone doing it to the next level and martial arts, you know, there's, it's, it's a ranking system. It's, you know, you have belts. So it goes from white to black and that kind of, that's a bar. It's a new goal to push yourself. But once you get the black belt, there's degrees of black belt. So there's always something to push you. And you think you can kick the highest, you're the fastest, but there's always somebody out there 
better or bigger. So it's always, I compare myself to the best, which at times it could sound crazy, but I, I compare myself to Olympic athletes. Um, there's actually an Olympian who is the reason why I got back into working out so hard. His name is Justin Gatlin. He's um, at the last Olympics. I think he was like 36 or 37, something like that. But, you know, he's, he's you know, in, in the world of sports, he's an older guy. and mm-hmm. But he's still one of the fastest people in the world. So it shows you, okay, age is all in your head. You know, limits are all in your head. And so people like that. So I'm always trying out for something. I tried out for the Titan Games, which is the show from The Rock. Um, I didn't make it. I consider it their loss. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm always looking at, you know, what can I do and how can I push myself? Um, both phys- physically and mentally. I listen to a lot of audio books. Um, I'm constantly learning something new. So, you know, I try not to be ignorant and that, you know, I, I listen to different, you know, things that I might not have initially agreed with. So different religions and I listen to different cultures and different you know just you know the other day i was in a shakespeare kick so i listened to macbeth and then hamlet and julius caesar so i'm kind of all over the board but you know really life without limits sums it up but pushing myself in every area and um a lot of the credit or help goes to my wife um as well because uh you know in living like this i do get injured (laughs) so i you know i broke my wrist before in karate um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, re- I'm coming off of an eye injury right now, so I haven't been able oh. to work out for a couple of weeks. I, uh, I have, I'm getting laser eye surgery on Tuesday, but I'll be better. But, you know, so with that does come some, you know, I do get hurt, but it's in those times of being hurt. Okay. What can I do to make sure I don't get hurt again? Mm-hmm. And how can I grow through this process of where I'm at? So if I can't work out as hard, that's why I'm doing a lot more audio books and I'm doing a lot more just personal development so that when I can get back out there, I'm, I'm, I'm able to shine. Mm-hmm. Well, you've accomplished a lot. <laughs> you've <laughs> done you. the Spartan races. You've got your, your green belt on your way to your black belt. What's the next thing you hope to accomplish in health and wellness? Uh, I, don't, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I think really taking it to the next level. Um, I'd like to be more known i uh, i actually i'm 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 utilizing my skills i'm actually in a tv show uh they shot the pilot it's called california dream and uh, we shot this over the summer but um i'm doing martial arts in it so being able to share my craft so in the in the show i'm in like a big bar fight and um you know, maybe, you know, I'm doing flips and I'm doing special kicks so i've got a couple more projects coming up a couple other shows and i'm working on um just some, just some different filming things. And uh, so I think just taking it all to the next level. So being able to, you know, I'd love to, I mean, nothing comes easy, but hey, if an opportunity comes around to, you know, be the next Michael J. White or something like that, mm-hmm. I would I would love to do something like that. So taking it all to the next level, um, you know, I've, 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 you know, more magazines or podcasts, but really showing people that you can be yourself um that's the biggest thing so my 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 big picture is you know hey you can you can be yourself if it's vegan if it's plant-based whichever and still do what you want to do still be cool or still you know shine 
Um, I think that's the goal. So taking it to a much larger audience, much larger presence. And, you know, especially for, you know, my community. I mean, a lot of um, just spreading the message without, without um, judging or, or preaching to people, but showing them, hey, look, through plant-based living or eating or, or, you know, just the health benefits. Because, I mean, there's so many in, in my community that I've seen from the what we eat, um, how we eat it, you know, the, the way the food is processed, the way it's cooked. So just getting back to a lot of people think that they have to stop being themselves to mm-hmm. be vegan or you have to, you know, you, you, you know, you have to look a certain way. And to show them just to be another example of someone, you know, that that can do it, you know, that maybe it, it'll resonate with them. You know, I was fortunate through Instagram. I found a guy you've probably heard of him, Tori Washington, vegan bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my first that was the first person I ever saw that had muscles and was vegan. So I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> so. I'd like to just be another face when someone's going through their process and says, okay, well, you know, I I play football and I don't want to get slow or get small, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, wow, Jamar Hotep, he's okay. Oh, I can do that. So just to be that, to be that example and, you know, uh, of hope for somebody else, I would say. Yes. Well, you are doing that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How can people connect with you and learn more about you and everything you're doing? Sure. Well, I'm active on Instagram, uh, Vegan Hotep. Um, I'm I'm also I'm very down to earth. So if you shoot me a message, I respond back. Um, you know, I, I I don't have a website as of yet, but I'm working on that. But I love to collaborate. I've worked with a woman, um, Hood Vegan. You know, I've 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 I do one of her. Uh, brand ambassadors so I you know I wear their clothing and whatnot but uh, I'm easy to connect with so if you wanted to you know I'm there I have a Facebook page which I don't use but I do check messages I'm on TikTok and everything across all the channels it's always vegan hotep uh, vegan hotep at gmail.com if you wanted to send me an email um, but uh, you know I, like I said it's 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 I do have um, workout plans and meal plans that I have on my my you know that I, that I do offer online of just my own process, my workouts, and what I eat. Um, so those are some of the different ways to connect with me. And um, I'm always into collaborating. So if someone's in Los Angeles or if it's a podcast or, or anything like that, I definitely, I, I, I'm, I'm always available for stuff like that. Awesome. Awesome. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you would like to add? I think that's it. Um, I mean, like I said, my, my, my closing message is, I mean, you know, uh, live what life without limits. Um, you know, my message is really, you know, literally to the end of me, there's always more. You know, if you look at the guy, C.T. Fletcher, his, his you know, his, his statement, there's a cuss word in it, so I'm not going to say it, but it's pretty much, <laughs> it's never done. You know, it's still your set. It's still your, your go. And a little bit about C.T. Fletcher, he's actually a vegan now, which is great. Um, but he's a he's a championship weightlifter, uh, set million you know a bunch of records. But he's had two heart transplants, and uh, you know because before when he was a powerlifter he ate a lot of meat, really unhealthy diet, and uh, he was dead pretty much. But uh, you know he came back and now he's plant based and he, he understands the, the the benefits of that. But his motto is it's still your set. So until he dies, until it's over, 
there's still one more to go. There's still more to do. And uh, that resonates with me of it's still your set. It's still your time. As long as I'm here, hey, it's it's go time. It's still, there's still something left on the table. And um, that's my that's my motto. I love that. I love that. I love everything you're doing. I love the example you're setting. I love the inspiration that you're spreading. It's all so awesome. Like I'm so inspired by you and I want to thank you. Thank you for taking time out to share your story with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks again, Jamar, for conversing with us. We look forward to your next stage, and we're glad that you're showing others that you can be an elite athlete and be vegan. Keep motivating. In today's pantry makeover segment, we have easy alternatives to typical sports drinks that dominate store shelves like Gatorade and Powerade. For those who are old enough to remember Gatorade coming in glass bottles, you remember the old Gatorade commercials. The ones I especially remember are the Michael Jordan commercials. You know the one, sometimes I dream that he is me. I mean, what child didn't want to be like Mike at that time? Gatorade had this appeal that made it seem so magical. I remember seeing Jordan playing with the flu, drinking from Gatorade cup, and I thought, this stuff is amazing. As an athlete, I couldn't wait to fill my Gatorade cup with Gatorade from the orange cooler. You just felt like it gave you power. When we go beyond the marketing of sports drinks and look at their basic makeup, we see that it is simple science and that there are truly better and more healthy alternatives to Gatorade, Powerade, and other marketed sports drinks. Sports drinks boast their main benefit as essential electrolytes. And electrolytes are minerals in your blood and other body fluids that can carry an electric charge. These include sodium, potassium, chloride, calcium, magnesium, and phosphate and bicarbonate. It's important for the balance of electrolytes in your body to be maintained because they affect the amount of water in your body, blood pH, muscle action, and other important processes, according to WebMD. But outside of promising electrolytes, sports drinks like Gatorade and Powerade are simply water with added artificial ingredients. A simple look at the Nutrition Facts label of the classic Gatorade Fruit Punch flavor shows sugar as the second ingredient, followed by different forms of sodium, natural and artificial flavors, monopotassium phosphate, which is an inorganic form of phosphorus and potassium. And next on the ingredient list is sucralose, red number 40, and acesulfame potassium. Be aware that drinks like Gatorade and Powerade offer hydration along with artificial colors, artificial flavors, preservatives, and artificial sweeteners. In order to fuel ourselves optimally in all that we do, we should be vigilant about reading and understanding ingredients and picky about what we consume. So here are some simple and healthier choices. Number one, first, drink water. For general low intensity and short workouts, plain water is best throughout. Or drink coconut water. Opt for the no added sugar version. You can mix it with fruit juice for a little extra flavor if you want. Coconut water naturally contains high levels of potassium as well as some sodium, calcium, and magnesium. Also, you can try drinking watermelon juice. Watermelon juice is an awesome hydrator in the summer heat when it's available. 
or you can drink smoothies and fresh juices. For harder and longer workouts, make your own sports drink. Add lemon juice and a pinch of salt to your water. Lemon juice contains potassium and a pinch of salt has about 110 milligrams of sodium. And if you want to be fancier, you can throw in some fruit juice or some whole fruit infusions if you want. It's important to remember that you can easily get electrolytes in your diet. Eat nuts, fruits and veggies, bananas, almonds, oranges, avocado, sweet potatoes, spinach. Those are just some examples of electrolyte rich foods that you can consume before or after a long sweaty workout in hot and humid weather, whether you're in Houston or wherever you live. Now, our goal is to always try to give you the information and allow you to take the journey at your own pace. We're not trying to get you to give up everything at the snap of the fingers, but we want you to know that there are better alternatives to many of the things that we've grown up with and love. Today, we know that many of these things have proven depleting to our health rather than neutral or beneficial in the long run. Given the choice between artificial flavors and colors, inorganic sugars and other ingredients and preservatives, or simple foods and drinks with natural minerals, sugars, and potassium, which would you choose? Maybe we just never were presented with the choice or never asked ourselves the question. So know that we have a choice and also know that being like Mike had nothing to do with what he was drinking, but more to do with his relentless work, self-determination, and his mental strength and focus. Do you have a question or an idea for a future segment? We want to hear from you. Just send us your question through the contact us link on plantschangemylife.com. We love spreading the word about the benefits of a healthy, whole food, plant-based diet and want to invite you to join us in the movement. So make today the day you grab a Plants Change My Life t-shirt for yourself or someone you love. Check out our new colors and styles. Just visit plantschangemylife.com and click on merch. Your purchase helps us carry out our mission. You can also help by sharing the podcast with others, leaving feedback, and subscribing to the show wherever you listen. We truly appreciate your support. Thank you for listening into the Plants Change My Life podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us at Plants Change My Life on Instagram and Facebook. And head on over to PlantsChangeMyLife.com for additional information about the show and the resources mentioned. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at stories at PlantsChangeMyLife.com. Respect and always remember when you eat good, you reap good. Peace. Change my life. Change my life. Change my life. Change my life.